0: Welcome to Ask Ali with multi-award winning dog trainer, Ali Smith. Answering real dog questions from real dog parents. Stewie McD, <laughs> and I love this question because this, this is actually something that I actually really recently wrote about, so it came at like a perfect time for me, so thank you very much. Asked, is clicker training really necessary, or is a yes, aka a marker word, just as good? There's some rather old research that suggests that clicker training is up to 60% more effective than a marker word. However, it has since been debunked. Okay, that has been proven to be false. They are absolutely equally effective so long as the timing is correct. Okay, so long as your timing is spot on and so long as you're rewarding and praising when you should be, that marker word is absolutely fine. And personally, I think the hassle of not having a clicker <laughs> is much more beneficial. Cause I, uh, like, I always think that there's a, a bit of a delay between dog did good, click. I would rather do dog did good, dump up. Do you know what I mean? So, for anyone that's listening to this audio, like audibly, that was basically a delay between the brain and the hand that is longer than the brain and the mouth, at least for me. (laughs) But maybe I'm weird. So, I'd always opt to not have something in my hand, but then I'm also walking large dogs. So, like, all of my dogs are 75 pounds plus. So, what's that, 35 kilos ish of dog? So, I don't want to have a clicker in my hand. And studies have shown since. There's been more than one study, I think at least two, that have said that clickers and marker words are equally effective. Well, we've heard something. This is a podcast or a live that has dogs in it. So occasionally we do get howling from my two coonhounds. Thank you very much for being patient with me. (laughs) So that's that. Sorry, I'm just making sure I stay on top of things. I hope they're not too loud for you guys. If someone can tell me if they're really loud, I'll go shut them up. But we should be okay so at ralph pip and peggy wants to know how to teach a dog to settle step by step it's a really nice thing to do we have to teach our dogs to settle because otherwise we get things like this. Howling dogs in the background when they get overexcited about stuff. They were settled before this life, I promise. Oh, okay, great. Thanks so much for telling me. I thought that they were really loud because all I can hear is howling, but I'm glad that they're not too loud for the audio. So how do we teach a dog to settle step by step? Firstly, I like to give them a place that they know is their, their settle place. So I always have beds, but you might opt for a crate, you might opt for a playpen, you might just opt for a mat that's like, their safe zone. Things like bath mats can actually be really handy for these because they're lightweight, you can roll them up, throw them in a washing machine, they work really nicely. So all you're gonna do is firstly teach a bed cue or a place cue and that's that location, which would be just a case of lead them over there, pop them into a sit, pop them into a lay down and then ask for a stay and you're just slowly gonna then associate that cue with or that combination of cues with one word i personally use bed you might use crate you might use place pick whatever you want the word itself doesn't matter so start there and then every time you see them go there they get a reward okay because we want to encourage them to be there and then particularly be and oh sorry i should also say when you mark and praise that i want you to use a calm tone We don't want the vibrant, buoyant, excited tones of The Recall. We want the gentle, storytelling, bedtime, sleepy tones. Okay, we want, well done, pup. Good boy. Good girl. As opposed to, yeah! Come on, puppy. Follow. We want the nice, calm tones because we don't want to suddenly excite them and then break the exact behavior that we were trying to encourage them to. What I would love you to do then is watch their body language because the body language of a dog... That is settled is different to a, the body language of a dog that's coiled and ready to spring. Okay, so the coiled and ready to spring, all their legs are gonna be under them, they're gonna have they're gonna be like in a neat That collie position that's like quite famous for collie dogs staring down what are they call sheep. <laughs> da! There we go, <laughs> light bulb moment. So the collie staring down the sheep were curled up and they're ready to go, like just as soon as somebody gives the cue, right? That position it works to start with but what you want is that hip cocked to the side so when they lean the hip back into and put all their weight on one side that's showing you that your dog is actually switching off that they're actually coming down if your dog is struggling to make this transition you can then take advantage of some natural relaxing things for dogs such as licking chewing And you can even do music. You can even start like with a relaxo pair, or even like the YouTube channel that I'm now missing. But there's a whole YouTube. It's it's like music for dogs, or something in that genre. But I'll link it in my stories after this because it's really wonderful, and I use it around fireworks, diet, and things like that. So that should really work. And. If you're struggling with like sleep or sleep deprivation and your dog's like far too over exuberant and they can't control their emotions because they're not getting enough sleep and they're not getting enough sleep because they can't settle, stuff like a playpen can be really powerful because you essentially just say, nope, this is your area. This is all you're allowed to do. Just disables that. And then routine. And you want to set up as many opportunities for sleep as physically possible. Okay, but do give them somewhere nice and comfortable to sleep. Do you want Allie to answer your questions? Email woof at rebarkable.com and make sure to subscribe.